Iowa everywhere. All right, you guys, welcome to a new Chris Williams podcast here on Iowa Everywhere. I've explained this a couple times, what this show is going to be pretty much weekly. I'm going to try and do it uh, maybe more, sometimes less. Uh, But this is going to be a place where I can just kind of get my thoughts. Most of the time, sports. Oftentimes, I will get into other things as well. I'll be doing interviews here, uh, getting into some of the quirky things that I enjoy. Uh, If you've been on the Chris Williams podcast feed um, over the years, you know exactly what that is. I'm going to start to transition that over to here completely, Uh, but we are presented by our good friends at Circa and Circa Sports Iowa. And I mean this, and I would not BS you guys this. It takes a lot for me to endorse a company. You are missing out if you have not downloaded the Circa Sports Iowa app. It stands for everything I stand for. They're independent. Um, I love the fact that Derek Stevens, the owner of Circa, can just be there chilling at the bar, and you can go up and talk to them. Uh, They're they're just they're the real deal. Awesome people, and they don't rip you off. They don't screw you over and and juice. They don't. uh, You get favorable lines. They are the betters um, app. So please download their app, Circa Sports Iowa. And it really helps us at Iowa Everywhere because it knows it helps them know that you guys are paying attention. So today I want to talk a little bit about all this realignment stuff that has been going on and give some of my thoughts on this. This is a topic that uh, for many of you who have followed me over the years, you know that I'm passionate about. And the cool thing is now I've been doing this long enough where I'm kind of plugged into it as well, which makes it a lot of, I don't know if I'd call it fun. It's a, it's actually quite stressful much of the time, but it's it's definitely a topic where sports and business and politics all collide. And, you know, that's kind of the perfect topic for me, at least as all in media and all the stuff that I'm really, really into. So there was a report out today. I want to credit that just for you, just so you know, I'm actually recording this at halftime of the Iowa State Texas game. The game is such a blowout, and I, I was going to do this afterwards after I got my kids to bed, but I was like, screw it, I'm just going to knock this out now. Uh, it was the New York Post uh, reporting something that is really not surprising to anybody who's been following this that Apple has been in communication. With the Pac-12, we actually knew this like years ago that there was a possibility. Now, the difference, obviously, is that USC and UCLA are on their way to the Big Ten. Is That wasn't the case when Apple had its initial kind of look, I guess, into the Pac-12 conference. I had a source text me tonight after this came out, a source in the industry not in college athletics, but in media. And this source told me it looks like the Pac-12 is dead. Now, you know, you know what, what, what exactly does that mean? Um, let's dissect it a little bit. So you're losing the, the US, UCLA, USC. We know that. You've got these four corner schools right now. 
and and I I think it could come down to them, and I'm and I'm going to tell you why. Because you've got Oregon and Washington. We're actually in my mind. If I'm Oregon and Washington, you know, it almost makes sense for me to sign a short-term lower deal with this current Pac-12 and basically buy myself time to get into the Big Ten or maybe some national type of ACC potentially. And we'll talk a little bit about that here here in a minute. Um, But, you know, I think it comes down to these four corner schools. And and, and again, I'm going to tell you why. Because Oregon and Washington are, are more than likely going to have a seat at the table when this is all said and done. I think they feel pretty secure about that. And Phil Knight's not just going to sit back and let Oregon wither away. Where they end up, I don't know. But I think that folks there are pretty confident. Then you go to Stanford and Cal. I honestly don't think that they care. Like They are academic institutions first. Sports come like third and fourth there. But then you've got Colorado, you've got Utah and the Arizona schools who are kind of the wild cards here. Well, where do they fit? They certainly don't fit in the Big Ten's future. They probably don't fit if in some sort of nationalized ACC, maybe. The Big 12 seems like a really good option for those schools right now, even if you know, they don't know that that's what they want. I've been through this before with Colorado. Um, they were, I believe, the first school they were to to jump from the Big 12. If you remember that back in the day. Um, people, that seems like an eternity ago. Uh, but Iowa State was, we were, we were terrified. That was the first Big 12 missile crisis and there was a big 12 meeting i'll never forget it it was down in kansas city tom osborne in nebraska gave everybody their word that they weren't leaving and that they were going to see this through unequal revenue sharing nebraska was going to be uh, as they had been one of the richest teams in the big 10 what nebraska and osborne didn't like and Tom Osborne came on my radio show years ago and talked about this was the instability, right? They, 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 they wanted that solid, the solidity, you know, the solidary effort by all of these schools to be on the same page. And that is what got them going. Well, they left Kansas city, Nebraska seemed committed to figuring this out long-term out of nowhere. Nobody saw it coming. Colorado leaves for the PAC 12 which then really pushed Nebraska out the door to the Big Ten. And why, so why do I point that out? It has nothing to do with Colorado this time around, but they're in the same type of position. Colorado, that first time, was pretty confident in where they were. They were a Big 8 school. They were a Big 12 school. It all, they had all these natural rivals. But they were looking around going, well, wait a minute, if Nebraska leaves... What the hell is going to happen? Because you better believe Texas A&M was talking at that point, right? And Missouri was looking around. So Colorado, not wanting to ultimately be left out, made a premature move, and they bolted to the Pac-12. And that's what started, you know, all hell breaking loose in the Big 12 conference. And that's what I see happening this time with the Pac-12. It's not going to be Oregon. 
It's not going to be Washington. All of a sudden, you're going to see a report that Arizona is leaving for the Big 12. It will be something like that. And, you know, I think that this app, what do I make of this Apple report today? Uh, Apple, I don't, I don't think it's possible for a Power 5 conference, or really any conference for that matter, to exist solely on streaming rights right now. Um, especially Apple, you know, Apple, that one probably makes the least sense to me from Apple's standpoint. I get it. They are a West coast company. It's probably appealing to work with Cal and Stanford really. And I do think this is a thing for Apple from what I've understood. That was the case from day one with Apple, why they had the interest in the PAC 12 and you really never heard it anywhere else. That's probably still a thing, but Apple if you look at how they've controlled their sports rights, are as a very strategic company. Okay, this is not a company that just overspends on things. I thought Amazon was going to come in and overspend to get some Big Twelve and Big Ten rights. Didn't work out. I think that'll be a thing in the long run. Um, I don't think Apple will do that. I think we'll give them a fair offer, uh, but will that be enough? I think the only way a Pac-12 would go, yeah, we're in, is if some streaming company overpays. Well, can Apple do that right now with its stock, right? Like, this is a different world than it was even two years ago when they had these conversations. I think it's really fascinating. Then you go to the recent Disney earnings call where Bob Iger says, we need to be more selective with the sports rights that we compile. Meanwhile, I have industry sources telling me that Amazon is – obsessively pursuing sports rights. We we, we are in the middle of a shifting landscape here. And I I think that the way that this works for Apple to be in on the back 12 would have to be, okay, um, some sort of a tier one deal with ESPN where they can get an X amount of, you know, their Pac-12 after dark type games Apple gets some, and they're going to have to pay a a premium. I feel like that's the only way that this makes sense. The problem is, as far as linear television goes, ESPN doesn't have really any competition right now when it comes to the Pac-12. There's a lot going against the Pac-12 here. You've got the situation where, you know, if you're ESPN and you want some of these Pac-12 schools and you want that time zone, You'd actually be better off just blowing up the Pac-12 and, and having them join the Big 12 because then you don't have to pay all those schools. Oh, Stanford and Cal doesn't want to be a part of it? Okay. They're not that big of a TV draw anyways. All right. See you, Oregon State. See you, Washington State. Maybe you take the four corner schools. Maybe, I, you know, it feels weird in a weird way. I don't really want Oregon and Washington in the Big 12. You're kind of kicking the bullies out right now where you're not kicking them out, but they're leaving with Texas and Oklahoma. I think the Big 12 strength going forward will be, be, you know, it's like-mindedness of athletic institutions. Um, But but you see what I'm saying with the ESPN thing. I just – this feels like – it does feel like it's the end of the Pac-12 to me. This I've just been through this with the Big 12 too many times. I've learned a lot about this stuff. And, uh, again, I, I think if you're a Pac-12 fan and you want this to live on, you, you, you hope and pray that you can get a five-year deal done that is just enough money to keep everybody at the table. The problem is those middle type of schools, 
Washington and Oregon can afford to do that. Washington State and Oregon State don't really have a choice. But what about the schools that do have a choice in the middle who are probably going to be left out long term if they don't make a move now to protect them? The Thamel story yesterday called the Big 12 the upper middle class, right? And my prediction, my last prediction here is is I let you go here, is that it's been a Pac-12, Big 12 war for a while. I think the ACC will soon be jumping into this as they, you know, um, 100% of their media rights owned by ESPN. This is another thing to keep in mind. You know, ESPN could still keep some of that because USC and UCLA are going to Fox, right, with the Big Ten. All their stuff's going to Fox. So ESPN's losing out on that while they could very easily – there's been talks of these Pac-12 ACC television merger things, right? There's been – so why couldn't you put, let's say, Oregon and Washington and a couple of those other schools in the ACC so they got their little Western pod and then you put a four of them in the Big 12 and then you get to keep all that property if you're ESPN and you don't have to pay the schools you don't want. I think that could become a thing. You've heard Brett Yormark talk about national conference, yada, yada, yada. That's kind of the language you're going to get out of the ACC as well is if this goes the way. Because they can't just sit there and do nothing, the ACC. They can't wait until 2036 when their TV contract comes up or they will die. That's all I've got for you on this for now. Uh, we got a lot of pods coming up. Jared Stansberry and Jordan Bohannon, I know, are recording today. Of course, two guys named Chris coming up on Thursday morning at 830. If you haven't, check out the Caitlin Clark interview on our youtube page i will also have it up here on the iowa everywhere podcast network shortly as well appreciate all of you listening thank you so much for being um so loyal to us and and following us and um supporting what we're doing here on iowa everywhere my name is chris williams have a great rest of your week iowa everywhere